ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم صل على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار begin by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we praise him and we ask his help and we seek his forgiveness and we seek refuge in Allah from the evil inside us and from the evil consequences of our bad actions whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides no one can misguide and whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leaves to go astray no one can guide I testify that there is no God to be worshipped but Allah and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is our master the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran وَرَبُّكَ يَخْلُقُ مَا يَشَاءُ وَيَخْتَارُ Your Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates and chooses whatever He wills. And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created a creation He chose human beings to be superior to all the other creatures. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from among human beings he chose the he chose the prophets and the messengers to be superior to all human beings and from the prophets and the messengers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the prophets ulul azm the prophet nuh and ibrahim and musa and isa and our prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be the best of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation and from these five Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose ibrahim and muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and from those two Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to be the best of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation similarly when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created angels he chose uh, jibril alayhi salam to be the ambassador to be the ambassador to his prophets and messengers when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the days he chose friday the juma to be the best day of the week and he chose the day of arafat to be the best day of the year and he chose the laylatul qadr the night of power to be the best night of the year and he chose the ramadan the month of ramadan to be the best month of the year Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran ul bi fadlillahi wa bi rahmatihi 
say in the bounty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His grace, in that let them have joy and happiness. Let them have joy and happiness, that's better than what they have. That's better than what they have. Brothers and sisters, imagine that your son and your, or your daughter who has been studying abroad, he called you and he said, I'm coming back because I finished the school. How happy would you be to welcome back your son? How happy would you be to see the fruit of your heart coming back to you? Similarly, the believer, the believer when the Ramadan comes, he is full of joy and happiness. He welcomes the month full of happiness. Why not? Well, the month of Ramadan is the season of obedience. The month of Ramadan is the month of taqwa. It's the month of mercy. It's the month of forgiveness. It's the month of qiyamul layl. It's the month of fasting. It's the month of the Qur'an. Ramadan, brothers and sisters, is the spring that renews the lives of people. Ramadan is a spring for the hearts. Ramadan is very sensitive thermometer that you can use in order to measure the level of your faith, the level of your iman. The Prophet ﷺ said in the hadith narrated by Abu Hurairah radiallahu he said, Khatabana al-Nabiyu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the last night of Sha'ban, and he said to us, O oh people, a great blessed month has come over you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it mandatory upon you to fast its day and to an optional for you to pray its night. Whoever performs, whoever performs an optional deed, he will receive the reward of performing obligatory deed. Whoever performs an obligatory deed, his reward will be multiplied by 10. And in one riwayah, in other narration, it says by 70. In this month, there is a night, a night that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it better than 1,000 nights. مَنْ حُرِمَ فِيهِ الْخَيْرِ فَقَدْ حُرِمَ And the person who is deprived from the goodness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this month, he's truly a loser. He's truly a loser. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said in another hadith, when Ramadan comes, when it's the first night of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will close all the gates of hellfire. And He will open all the gates of paradise. Which means that the doors of hellfire will not literally close, but it means that the ibadah that you do in Ramadan, the obedience that you, that you do, the, all the goodness that you're, you get involved in in the month of Ramadan, it stands between you and hellfire. The Prophet ﷺ said, all the gates of hellfire will be closed because the moralities are high, because the taqwa is so high, because we are in the top of everything. All the gates of hellfire will be closed and all the gates of paradise will be open. And the caller will say, Ya baghi al khayri aqbil. Oh, oh, good doer, come closer. 
Come closer. I know you evil doers stay away. Stay further. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَلِلَّهِ عُتَقَاءَ and he said, and there are people who be freed, who be freed from the hellfire every single night of Ramadan. Allahu Akbar. Every single night of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will free people from the hellfire. Say alhamdulillah. Say alhamdulillah. This is better than what you have. This is better than your properties. That's better than the wealth that you have. That's better than the degrees you have. Did she reach the month of Ramadan? Did she have a passport, a green card to Jannah, a green card to the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a ticket, very special, very special ticket to paradise. Say alhamdulillah. Brothers and sisters, Ramadan is about waking up. Ramadan is about waking up. Ramadan is a time of reflecting in the Quran, reciting the Quran, reading the Quran of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ramadan is the time when you shut down everything that will distract you from the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ramadan is a time of reconnecting yourself to Allah, recommitting yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's the time of dhikr, it's the time of dua, it's the time of supplication. One of the salaf says to somebody, he says, do you know someone, do you know someone whose dua, whose supplication is answered and guaranteed to be answered by Allah? He said, no, I don't. But I know the one who answers the dua and the supplication. This is the time of having husn to think good about Allah. It's the time to discipline yourself. Imam al-Ghazali rahimahullah, he said, Fasting is not the fasting of, of the belly, but fasting is the, is the fasting of the heart, the fasting of the tongue. It is the time to use your tongue properly. Ramadan, brothers and sisters, this is the time to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to reconnect yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to recommit yourself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's the time for muhasaba. It's the time to evaluate yourself. Ask yourself, where have you been for the last year? And what are your plans for the next year? This is the time to ask yourself. This is the time to ask yourself. It's the time to show the good character of a Muslim. It's the time to show the best character that you are a Muslim. Just imagine, imagine if all the people, the hundreds of people here in the city of Pittsburgh, hundreds of people who come every night to pray Qiyamul Layl or pray Taraweeh. Imagine if the hundreds of people decide to go out and instead of praying Taraweeh, they will go out and do some community services. They will go out and clean the streets, or clean certain neighborhoods, or go to certain parks and clean them. What if the older people who come here for the last 10 days of Ramadan to do i'tikaf, what if they just put themselves at the service of a poor family, clean their houses, go buy their groceries, fulfill their needs? What if the person who is planning to go and perform Umrah and Hajj, maybe for the second time, or the third time, or maybe for the tenth time, what if he just donated this money for a better cause? What if he goes to the UPMC and buys some gifts to 
to patients and doctors, people who take care of others. What if he just pays this money to someone who never been there, who never performs Umrah or Hajj? If we do that, brothers and sisters, if we do that, we got the idea of taqwa. We got, we understood the meaning of taqwa. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ In order to have taqwa, أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَاسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah Allahumma la ilma lana illa ma alamtana innaka anta al-alimul hakim Allahumma khfir lana dhunubana wa israfana fi amrina wa thabit aqdamana unsurna ala qawmil kafirin Allahumma jal hadha al-jam'i jam'an marhuma wa tafarruqna min ba'lihi tafarruqan ma'asuma wa la taj'al fina wa la hawlana wa la khalfana shaqiyya wa la mahruma Oh Allah, we ask you to honor us as you honor the righteous people before us. Oh Allah, we ask you to protect us from laziness and inability. Oh Allah, we ask you to pardon our shortcomings and forgive our mistakes. Oh Allah, we ask you to place light in our hearts and make us sources of light. Ameen, ameen, ameen. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasufun. Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Jazakumullahu khairan wa kulla amin wa antum bi khair wa aqim as-salah.